0: rag Ragbag's Bonus Bag, my name's Frank Burton, another incredible guest for you this time. She's a musical visionary and a true artist, Constanza Bisraeli, who goes by the name C.A.O. She has a brand new EP released on the Club Chai label, it's called Flesh Luminescence. You'll hear some of it in a second, but first... You know, I usually come up with these little introductions by myself, partly because I prefer not to read out other people's blurbs, but I have to read this one out word for word because it's just a brilliant description. So here we go. CAO is the solo project of Constanza Bisraeli, a Peruvian electronic music composer and producer currently based in Amsterdam. Following her 2016 release with Opal Tapes, CAO's new EP with Club Chai, Flesh Luminescence, was conceived during a transitional period in which the artist was based between London, Lima and Amsterdam. The record is inspired by the dynamics of migration and the subsequent metamorphoses this process entails. These ideas are evoked through the creation of sonic spaces, raising the phantasmagoria of nativeness through narratives of belonging, the debris of what is deemed to be natural and the ritual shamanistic consecration of spaces. These operations allow the discovery of a neo-nature. Music and sound serve as a vehicle for uncovering both cosmic, ancestral and and neo-earthly relations in this neo-nature. Using light as a metaphor, the EP's title, Flesh Luminescence, refers both to the material and ethereal aspects of this journey. The state of luminescence of flesh hints towards the autonomy of matter to produce what is seen and lived, to illuminate in this way, to produce the nativeness by the vivification and consecration of spatial experience, where the lubricity of music serves as both an earthly and cosmic conductor. Musically, the EP depicts a shamanistic, futuristic journey through post-industrial soundscapes, where harsh sounds, neotropical, apocalyptic scenarios, folk-like chants and minimalism Serve the purpose of vivifying the connections between the ever morphing inhabitant and its environment. The record was composed with a hybrid setup between analog sympathizers. <laughs> sympathizers? Sympathizers, really. The record was composed with a hybrid setup between analog synthesizers and drum machines, extensive use of granular synthesis, vocal experiments and the constant intermingling between harsh sounds, ritualistic electronics, dark tropicalism, and ecstatic minimalism. So here's the opening track from the EP, it's called Su Acer, and by the way, I highly recommend you take a look at the visually stunning video that accompanies this track. The link is in the show notes, but for now, enjoy the music, and after this, we'll hear from CAO herself.
1: Well, I started about when I was like about 14 years old, I started uh, playing guitar and making songs, mostly uh, around that time I was listening to uh, black metal, uh, crust and punk uh, hardcore music. The first uh, kind of music that I wrote was like about in that line. And I used to play in bands around the time also, well, not when I was 14, but a bit later maybe. And then. Yeah, I started playing that sort of music, and then um, during the time that I was living in Peru, because I'm originally from Lima, my sort of music style was very influenced by, well, by different music styles, but mainly black metal, post-rock, and with of crowd rock as well. At some point, I started listening to a lot of industrial music, and then I got into more um, styles of electronic music, like uh, disco, like, late 70s disco, then a bit of minimal scene, house, uh, techno and other uh, music styles. And then I moved to London in 2013. And it was when I moved to London that I started um, producing electronic music. I had started before in, my, in Lima, but um, I would say that I started more regularly once I moved to London. Because I, I had this background of playing instruments and playing in bands, I really needed to use hardware to make music, so I I, I started making music with uh, analog synthesizers. Um, I started making electronic music with uh, synthesizers. So, so yeah, that's how that's kind of how I started. Let's,
0: cool. Yeah. What's that journey like? Sort of starting doing one uh, very different kind of music and going into something completely different.
1: I was always very eclectic in my taste in music, but I never pictured myself making electronic music until I started listening to industrial music, and I would say uh, cosmic uh, disco from the late '70s. In that time, I I started thinking about the possibility of maybe producing electronic music. Before, I had listened, I, I knew electronic music, but I was to I was very attached to the playing instruments, playing guitar and and stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, at the beginning, it was kind of, it was a very organic transition, I would say. Like at the beginning, I was basically doing, I had similar process to when I was composing music and guitar, similar to composing music and synthesizers. The only difference was that I was using a synthesizer instead of the guitar, so I had kind of a similar process. And I was even using my, um, I was using my guitar pedals with a synthesizer. And at the beginning was like this sort of it was very a very organic transition between the two uh phases, I would like the two these two times in my life, I would say. And then the music started evolving and it got into something completely different. But that was very smooth, I would say. Very smooth transition.
0: With your music as it is now, um, I, I personally find it really interesting because it feels like there's lots of different things of going on at once and you don't really know what's coming next, it has that kind of unpredictability to it that really no, that grabs your attention. Um, yeah, I mean, would you agree with that? Do you think that's a good description?
1: Yeah, maybe, I mean, I don't, I don't really know because maybe I have a different idea of, because it's my own music and I've listened to the tracks like many times, it's hard to catch that unpredictability you're talking about. Uh, because I don't have the point of view of the, like, of the person that listens to the sound for the first time. And I always, like, when I make music, it's mostly like I get trapped in certain loops. So in the moment that I get trapped, it's already kind of redundant to me because I've been listening to it for a while. So it's difficult to get that first impression of of the finished thing. I kind of already know the patterns, but yeah, I can understand. Maybe in some tracks that can be a thing, like for sure. Yeah.
0: One thing that I've noticed about the way that you use uh, vocals in a piece of music is, like, the vocals will be there, but they won't necessarily be the central part of the music. It's, yeah. Sometimes it's just like a small component of it. Is that is that what you're aiming to achieve with that?
1: Yeah, uh, for sure. I always used I've. Always in the vocals as another instrument in in the piece, so it's they don't have like a protagonist, like they are not like protagonists or they don't have like a central role necessarily in the, the sound of the music. So most most of the time, I, there's a lot of sounds uh, in different in different tracks that I have that uh, in which there are a lot of vocals, but they are like um, they are edited down into something completely different and they sound like something completely different that you would not think is like the base of that. It's actually my voice, but I, I like to um, use the vocals and edit them down and like change them in in ways that they sound like something completely uh, different than voice and, and I'm like fascinated by all the possibilities that I have with that. say that uh, this album is very different from well this EP is, is quite different from uh, past releases and it's uh, quite explorative and quite versatile like quite eclectic like all the tracks are very different from each other and like i like the fact that every track is like a journey in itself and uh, even if there, there is a sort of continuity in the in the in the EP the each, each track also is very very kind of its own universe and I like that. Yeah, I would say like uh, this in this album I, I got to be way more experimental than in previous. Well, experimental in different way, I would say that I was more intrigued with the uh, different possibilities that I had, for example, in terms of vocal samples, like uh, editing and experimentations in the sound design part of the whole finishing of the sound.
0: Are there particular things that you've learned music-wise kind of over the years? Is there a particular thing that you know now that you that would have been useful to know in the early days?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things. Like mostly the, the way I, I make music is or the way I learn uh, make, uh, I, I learn is like by doing. So I I I have to get started, like can I start making music before I finish what I wanted to learn? But that That can be a bad thing, but on the other side, then I learn a lot of things just by making mistakes or like the natural process of creating music i find I discover new techniques or just weird things that I can do and um yes, for example, all these i i use I use a lot of granular synthesis in my compositions that 's kind of um one of the things that I use the most to get like the atmospheres that I want. Uh, or that I'm thinking about for, for tracks and the way I do it or the way I learned how to do it, it was very manual at the beginning which was good because there, the the finishing was sounding very organic which is something that I think I wouldn't have achieved if I was just following a sort of a pre-established technique before doing that so I think that that's the good thing of of just getting started before uh, consuming a lot of information. well this is something else that's not maybe related to music but I also curate um, online magazine which is more related to philosophy but this is also something that I do that is kind of related in a way it's related at the same time non-related the name is Cyclops yeah it's a platform for research um, on contemporary philosophy experimental theory and yeah basically that.
0: In terms of your interest in philosophy is there a link between that and the music do those two areas of your life meet
1: yes i would say that they are they are very connected but i don't for example i don't do philosophy of music necessarily or mix them in that way but i would say that they've (laughs) exchanged constantly but i would say at a very unconscious subliminal level Like I would say, my music influences like my interest in music in music influences a lot the way I write philosophy and my interests in philosophy influence a lot, which are the kind of themes that I like to explore when I compose music. For example, I did my master's in philosophy of art, and my dissertation was on French theorist Georges Bataille and Transposing one of his concepts onto noise music, so in that sense it was a bit related. And at that time, when when I was doing my dissertation, but anyway, I, I think at, at a very abstract level, both things are very connected, but not like in a very in a in a way that I can rationalize and describe. Last year I had, well, in 2008 I did this uh, collaborative work, was an audiovisual installation uh, with a Berlin-based um, visual artist called Michael Tan. And we, we had this commission for this exhibition called Hexadom in Berlin. And then we uh, we had our work uh, on tour for um, on in, uh, in North America, and it was uh, shown in different places, like uh, in Mutek Montreal, the, the festival Mutek. Then it was also in the Museum of Contemporary Arts of Massachusetts, it was also in gray area festival in San Francisco, so that, that was good. And the institution that commissioned the, the work is the Institute uh, for Sound and Music in Berlin, they are also going to issue a vinyl with the sound works uh, that were commissioned for the, for the exhibition. So that's also exciting. And recently, I've also done another visual, audiovisual collaboration uh, with another visual artist called Giovanni Muzio. And we've released uh, a video for one of the tracks um, in the EP. The track is Suvenida Ser. It got premiered last week in FACT Fact magazine. It's been great, it's been really great. It's it, um, it's given me the possibility to kind of explore different medium because before that I was mainly um, writing music and then getting published or released in labels. So the medium was very musical. But then uh, to do it in the context of an installation, for example, uh, it gives me a completely different perspective on music itself and I, 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 f- I feel like I've kind of discovered a whole new horizon for uh, possibilities in terms of composition, sound design and also conceptual exploration. So it's very interesting and I'm like, I'm looking forward to uh, develop this more. I'm, I'm a- actually, at the moment I'm working on an installation project that I'm, it's mostly, at the moment is is just, I mean it's just I'm just doing research, more mostly concept, conceptual research for this installation project. Yeah, but I'm very excited to also move in that direction. Also keeping making music as music but also exploring that direction as well. Uh, One of the things that I've been listening to a lot recently is uh, Julius Eastman. He's a composer from, who was a composer from New York. I got really impressed by uh, one of his works called Evil Nigger. I've also been listening to a lot of new, uh, like very contemporary um, underground reggaeton music, especially from Mexico City, like underground scene yeah I've been also going back to some classics that I, I, I grew up listening to, which is uh, this band Ulver, that they had they started well they, had, they started as a black metal band, but they, then they did few albums that were kind of ambient uh, experimental electronic music. Also the label Boca versions. I've uh, been listening to a lot of music uh, on that label. And another artist that I also discovered recently was Lena Platonos, a Greek um, electronic uh, music pioneer. And yes, and I've also been listening to a lot of music by the label where where I'm releasing my record, um, Club Chai. It's a label based in San Francisco. They have some, some really great stuff. And yes, and also the UK label Seagrave. It's also something I've been listening to a lot recently.
0: you for listening many thanks also to constanza bisraeli aka cao for being such a high quality guest all links to cao's music can be found in the show notes check out my website frankburton.co.uk I have three books available to buy right now. My video series The Ragbag Rambler is free to view exclusively on that website. It's very very good. I will see you soon. This podcast is part of Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or follow Scene on Twitter to find out more.